This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendor with the Old Trailblazer riding out again on Old Dan. And we're happy to have you folks with us at this time. We've been here quite a while now on most of our stations. We do have some new stations. And uh, I'd like to hear from you folks. But this is the Old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here, First Baptist Church of Algiers, where we were in New Orleans for many, many years under Pastor L.R. Shelton's direction. And then Hurricane Katrina came along and kind of done us up. And uh, we moved up here to Walker, Louisiana, where I was born and raised, built a new chapel, new bookstore. And uh, Lord is blessing, giving us grace to go on. So we're bringing you these studies now on divine healing, true and false. And we're looking at a study today beginning, divine healing is not in the atonement. Divine healing is not in the atonement. We're going to bring you those uh, thoughts in a moment. I want to play for you one of our gracious old radio choir song. And uh, I want you to listen, if you will. So 
Amen. Amen. Isn't that a gracious old song? Oh, my friend, you don't hardly hear them no more, do you? I've gone to churches, to funerals, and take this songbook and go through it, and you find just one or two of the old blood songs. You might hear this one, the old rugged cross. But my friend, here at Radio Missions at the Trailblazer broadcast, we sing the old blood song. We have nine full-length CDs like this one, and they're chock full of the old blood songs. And uh, let me just... Let me just read you a little sample of what's on some of them. How old rugged cross, his love can never fail. The rock is higher than I. I know whom I have believed. What shall the harvest be? Such love, hide me. I must tell Jesus under his wings. That's just a sampling, my friend. But we'd be glad to send one of them to you. Paid $5 or all nine of them. And I've made you this offer. If you have someone on the sick bed that would appreciate them, write me and I'll send you one free and postpaid. Just to uh, show you that we care about those who are not able to be around. But we're bringing you a study today. We have been for quite a while on divine healing, true and false. Today we're looking at this thought. Divine healing is not in the atonement. Now I know that's going to be an eye-opener for some of you. Might be uh, You might take issue with me, but I want you to listen, if you will. I'm bringing you these messages entitled Divine Healing, True and False. That's the general theme. Setting forth what the Bible does not teach and what the Bible does teach about divine healing. And so let's open the message today with uh, the words of the Apostle Paul to Timothy as found there in 2 Timothy 4, 1, 4. Listen now. This is what the Lord giveth. I charge thee, Timothy. He doesn't say Timothy, but I do it. I charge thee, trailblazer. Before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove and rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Now let me just kind of go into that scripture just a little bit before we get started. He says, I charge thee, every pastor, every minister, every preacher, every missionary who's ever been born, if he calls himself a worker, a, 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 someone picking up for the Lord, he's, he's being charged. He's been charged with this charge right here. Who shall judge the quick and the dead? That's who's that's who's charging you, and uh, preach the word, preach the word. Now you get that, preach the word. What is the word? It's the Holy Bible. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. And I've told folks many many times that that instant in season and out of season simply means to be true, to tell it like it is, to speak the word of God in truth, and then I I I interpret it. To mean literally, call names. Call names in your congregation. If someone is living in sin, flaunting himself in the face of our blessed Lord, call their name and uh, rebuke them. It says to reprove them. Call their attention to it. Call them on the, on the carpet, uh, on the side, somewhere in a quiet place and say, Listen, fella. Listen, girl. Listen, lady. You're living, you're walking in sin. You're living. Uh, that's what. And people tell me, said, oh, Trailblazer, you meddling in my business. Well, my friend, my business is to meddle in your business. That's what the Lord called me to do, to reprove. If you come to hear me, you turn this radio on, and you hear the old Trailblazer, then I'm, I'm, I'm reproving you if you're living in sin. 
and I'm rebuking you. And then he says, exhort. Oh, my friend, back there years ago, many years, 150, 200 years ago, every old church, back there when the truth was preached, and we had those old men and men of God whom we have their books and their sermons here on, on in a bookstore, many of them, the Whitfields and Bonars and Max Shane's and A.W. Pink's and John Bunyan's and all of those, they had exhorters in the church. They had an old man who was rich in the scriptures, and he would sit there and listen to the pastor. May have been a young pastor who was just a Lord had just saved, and he was fresh, fresh. Uh, uh, didn't didn't have the the bodily, didn't have that deep conviction and all of those things. And he was young, like an apprentice. And the and when he got through with his sermon, this old gentleman would exhort the audience. They called him an exhorter. And that's what I am here. I'm exhorting you. I'm encouraging you. I'm calling to your attention that you need to trust the Lord. I'm calling your attention. You need to repent. I'm calling to your attention that you must seek the Lord while he may be found. Did you know that's a verse of scripture? Seek the Lord while he may be found. You know what that implies? It implies that one day he won't be found. One day. Oh, who was that wrote that he sought the Lord with bitter tears? Bitter tears, my friend, when there's no hope left. Oh, oh, Lord, don't leave me. Lord, don't leave me. That's the cry of every sinner who comes to Christ and sees that he's on the mercy of God. He sees that he has no claim on the grace of God. He's only a sinner saved by grace if the Lord ever saves him. So it's always, I always appreciate these verses. It says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Now, my friend, that time is now. Right now, for the last 40, 50, 60 years, men will not have God's word to rule over them. They'll not endure sound doctrine. That's why we have so many Bible versions today. Every kind of a, uh, I saw a Bible the other day, African women's Bible. African women's Bible. What? Oh, my friend. And that's just a, just a sample. And I can name you a dozen at the NIV Bible. And I have folks call me and ask me why we don't sell the NIV Bible. And I, I made a little pamphlet here together on why all of the errors that's in that Bible. And I'll send it to you if you write me. Just ask for the pamphlet on the NIV Bible and other, other version. We'll send it to you. But we're bringing you these studies now in hopes and in praying that the Lord will touch our heart. But listen, they'll not endure sound doctrine. But, but after their own lust having their own way, after they, after they will not have Christ to rule over them, after they decide that they want their own way, they'll heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. That means that they like to be complimented, oh, Dr. So-and-so, oh, Brother So-and-so. And now, and now, in this time we live in of perversion, a Sister So-and-so, Sister So-and-so. Oh, my friend, my friend, I tell you, I have lots of trouble. I have old trailblazer stays in trouble because I don't believe and the Bible don't teach that any woman has ever been commissioned to preach the gospel. Now, you can take issue with me. You show me, oh, I know about De- Deborah and I know about Miriam, and I, but they never taught, they never preached, my friend. They never preached. No, sir. No, sir. I had a, one of Brother Spurgeon's sermons. And he said as he started up to his pulpit one Sunday morning, this lady caught him by the coattail and said, Pastor, uh, the Lord gave me a message for you. And he just turned around and looked at her and he said, yes, ma'am. And the Lord gave me a message for you. And he told me to tell you to sit down and shut up. Now, my friend, that's what 
That's what our women preachers need to do. But they've taken over our pulpits, and the people look up to them and honor them and buy them airplanes and all of those kind of things. But that don't mean it's right. Just because it's so, it doesn't mean it's right. don't mean it's scriptural. But the old trailblazers are going to keep hammering away on this fact that there's no such a thing as a woman preacher. But men and women now heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They want to be complimented. They want to be bragged on. They want to be held up in high esteem. Oh, but no, no trailblazer, not the old trailblazer, no, ma'am. But I praise the Lord for this time we have together. and praise the Lord for giving us this opportunity to preach the gospel here day in and day out on the old trailblazer broadcast. And remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my telephone number there at the office is 225-664-8658. And my website radiomissions.org look us up there and then write me or call me if you would in my email address pastor at radiomissions.org until next time goodbye and god bless you